better than this? Guys, being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast, presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino, Kyle Krabs, and Chris Schubert from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Monday episode of the show. Today's podcast is brought to you by rockauto.com. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Kyle, happy Monday. Happy Monday. Uh, excited to come around the corner here with this uh, Frankenstein's monster of draft prospects. We're getting close to the end. We got three left, one today. This one was uh, this one was a fun one. We're doing linebackers. Yes, Chris. Good. Uh, good. Good. Good morning. Yes, good, good afternoon. Morning to you. Good evening, wherever you're from. See, normally this you guys uh, sidebar the show at the beginning, but it is me today that wants to sidebar the show because this is the Monday edition of the show. We don't do a show over the weekend. I want to wish you two and all of the dads out there happy belated wow. Father's Day. Thank you very much. You're very That's welcome. Nice. Hope very everyone kind. had a, had a good Father's Day weekend and a good day yesterday. I figured I would t- start the week off with that. Thanks. Appreciate it, man. Joe looks like he just got back from a luau. <laughs> he does. Uh, I went full dad mode because, well, it, let's be honest. It is third. It is Sunday night, so it is Father's when Day. When we're recording, yes. Yeah, yes. so, you know, I'm in, I'm in dad mode still, you know? So, uh, Kyle, Kyle is too. He's got the girl got dad, the girl shirt, dad on. t-shirt on. Yeah, and yes. I got like a, there's like yeah, fish I, on this. I mean. What is it? Like, the same? Ne- like Nemo's dad fish or no, it's like uh, how else would it be a Father's Day there's t-shirt? Tuna, and there's like beach scenes on it. You've okay. seen me wear the shirt. I've worn it twice in your presence. Yes. Once, once yes. after the draft when we got done with it's the draft. It's a very Ryan. Oh, this is the post draft shirt. shirt. I yes. like this shirt. This was a yes. good shirt. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So. We have some good memories with this T-shirt and, and yeah. celebrating a successful draft season. But that's it's a story for another day. To you be know, completely honest. Not everybody needs to know the. Uh, that's the right. Joe. They don't. <laughs> some of the Joe stories out there. They do need to know our picks for these linebackers. Yes. Uh, again, we can only pick one. Use the You can only use the players one time throughout the entire experiment. We have 10 different traits, the traits that we evaluate linebackers through. Our range of prospects is the 2018 NFL draft through the 2021 NFL draft. And so linebackers are today. I felt like once I got the puzzle put together, I felt good about it. Yeah, I have one surprise player. Maybe two surprise players, but, you know, I think the upper echelon of prospects that have come through since 2018, there's a pretty clear line and and there's going to be a lot of overlap there. But as you said, the puzzle pieces going in the same spots might be where we see some variation, but I'm, I'm pretty confident we'll have Probably seven or eight similar names here. Okay, okay. similar names. I was just going to say, was that you calling your shot six or seven overlaps? Because that's I'm not aggressive. an idiot. I'm not okay. an idiot. Okay. We have not talked about any of these, so None we're flying no. completely blind. Yeah, I think, we'll, make- I think we could get six or seven. I think so. Do we think that there are any overlaps? Do we want to make a, a quick pre-show prediction here before Three. I read the first trait? Three, Three overlaps. Three. Okay. All right. Okay. Would be it would feel really good to see one go down right away. You want to see one basket going right away, so let's try to get it done. Tackling is the first trait here for linebackers. You guys know the drill. Three, two, one. Darius Leighton Van Der Esch. Yeah, all for one. Oh. All right, good start. So I chose Leighton Van Der Esch coming out of, of Boise State. And remember, these selections are being made based on what we thought of these prospects 
coming out of college. So we try not to use too much hindsight, which is always 2020 uh, when applying their NFL success to their profiles and, and Van Der Esch length, explosive hitting power. He was a vacuum cleaner at Boise state. He was all over the field. And then he comes in at Dallas and kind of reaffirms that uh, with his rookie season when he was healthy. And obviously we have not seen that player, that version of him in, in a little while now, but I think it's pretty easy to forget how good Leighton Vander Esch was at Boise State uh, as a guy who's the prototype build and was getting comp to like Brian Erlacher and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> like, right? right? Like, that's yeah. a legit thing that happened. Yeah. Yeah. And doing it at Boise State was just like such an amplified you know, exclamation point. This is an NFL linebacker. And you compare that, Joe, with we both like Tanner Vallejo coming out of Boise State, but you look at Vallejo at Boise State, and then you compare and contrast that to what Van Der Esch did on the field. And you're dealing with a little bit of a different animal, and obviously that was um, manifested with his draft stock. But I chose Van Der Esch for his length, hitting, power, and production. Uh, my choice, Darius Leonard, South Carolina State, current Indianapolis Colt. You talked about length with uh, Van Der Esch. Yeah, yeah. Leonard's got, Leonard's got a 34 <laughs> and 3 eighths. His wingspan is 82 and an eighth. I mean, this guy's unbelievable in terms of length, and I think you see that on the field. Tackling outside his frame is uh, something that he does quite regularly. And then, of course, how he affects throwing lanes by getting his hands up and uh, really restricting some of the places that a football can fit when he's in the zone coverage drop. So uh, the Colts value length at linebacker with, you know, obviously Darius Leonard and uh, Bobby Okariki. And I think – I think – part of what makes them value it so much is seeing how much it's mattered for a right. guy like Leonard and, and what he's done so far in the NFL. Let me get a quick timeout. I always like asking Joe this question, Chris, who's the name that you felt bad you left off overall. You want me to go right now? Yeah. At, at this juncture, we're one trade yeah. in. Yeah. No, I, I don't want to spoil it. I feel okay. like you, Okay. I feel like okay. that was a check with me, Kyle. I'm going to call you on this. I feel okay. like that was a check with me. Well, I mean, we're sitting here talking about length, and it made me think of a player. That's exactly no, 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 no. It, it made me think of a player that I felt bad about not having on, but I couldn't find the right spot for him. And I'll okay. use that as a teaser. Yeah. Okay. I hear you. Well, we okay. don't have a we don't have a length specific spot. So right, right. We have block deconstruction, but. This player wasn't particularly effective at that coming out. So yep, yeah. I think we have the same omission, Kyle, which okay, we'll confirm okay. here in about 20 minutes. <laughs> the next okay. trade up, gentlemen, football IQ slash instincts. <laughs> Three, two, one. Fred Warner. Darius Leonard. All right. So I went Fred Warner, linebacker, BYU, current San Francisco 49er. I had Fred Warner in two other spots, to be honest with you. And I kind of just settled yeah. on this being the one for him because, I mean, you watch him at BYU and, and you see him play a lot in the overhang, a lot in space, but then he's also playing between the tackles and it just didn't matter where he played. He excelled. And that comes from football intelligence and how quickly he's become one of the best coverage linebackers in the NFL and, and just he's a smart football player and, and he's physically gifted and, and he plays relentlessly and he's powerful. He's got all the great traits, but I think what really kind of glues it all together for Fred is he's really smart. So I chose Darius Leonard, who was Joe's choice for tackling. Uh, and I, we talked on Friday about draft 
misses and lessons learned. And um, Darius Leonard is one of the evaluations that I am most proud of uh, in the draft process. When he came out, I had him as my sixth rated linebacker in that year behind uh, Vander Esch, Rashawn Evans, Fred Warner, Roquan Smith, and Tremaine Edmonds. Those were my top five linebackers. So having Darius Leonard behind that group, uh, obviously Leonard has quickly blossomed and hit the ground running at the NFL level. Um, But my notes on football intelligence and IQ for Darius Leonard is a sharp play diagnosis and linebacker will step in the line of scrimmage as needed, shows good grasp on how and when to adjust angles downhill to ensure his run fits and gap integrity is secure, consistently comes up to the line of scrimmage as a square defender ready to take on challenging blockers, quick to process, quick to flow. So I like Darius Leonard. We just got done. I just got done talking about Vander Esch popping at the what Mountain West level, right? Well, then then you have Darius Leonard playing at South Carolina State, and he really pops. And, and for me, it was, I was most impressed how pro ready I thought he was as a football player, despite playing at that level of competition. So that discrepancy and what my expectations were versus what reality was when you watch the tape is how I ended up landing on Darius Leonard for this spot. We're going to have an overlap on the next one. Call my shot. Competitive toughness. Just so people, because people can't see the show, Joe is not in tune with this. We, I just don't know where the confidence comes from. <laughs> it's blind. It's just blind confidence. Right. There's really not a whole lot. No, we're going to have an overlap here. We're going to have an overlap here. Competitive toughness. Unless you put this guy in run defending, but I did. I think you're going to you be wrong because I moron. did. You dumb, so dumb. <laughs> Kyle just can't handle it that I don't agree with him on something or we don't have it. <laughs> Competitive toughness. Three, two, one. Micah Parsons. Devin White. Yeah, unbelievable. How do y'all put Devin White in competitive toughness? Because I had a different spot for Devin White that I really <laughs> like him. <laughs> Devin White was a sledgehammer. Fearless. Smack the taste out of your mouth in his fits, taking on blockers, taking on pulling offensive linemen, hitting quarterbacks, hitting running backs, hitting wide receivers on the perimeter. He runs 4'4". He's 245 pounds. He'll knock you out. No question for me, Devin White was my choice for competitive (laughs) toughness. uh, What game was it that they had had like four short yardage stuffs? Was it Florida? Every game he plays, I don't know. Right. I just, I remember this one game, watch a tape. And it's like every time it's like third and short or fourth down. I think they had to like two fourth down runs. And it's like, he's in the pile, pushing the pile backwards at first contact, like taking on a guard. And I'm like, this guy's a monster. He's unbelievable. Down white. Well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see where I put him. And it wasn't run, run defense. It wasn't run defense. What? So. So you'll just have to wait. Uh, competitive toughness for me, Micah Parsons, Penn Block State. construction is not where I put Micah Parsons. I put him at competitive toughness. Um, I, I think this was a, a good catch category for me where I wanted to include Micah, but I, I didn't like him better than the other players that I did. And I think it's easy to point to something that he does really well, and that is compete. And he's all over the place in the football field heat-seeking missile, willing to play downhill, willing to stick his face in a fan, elite class, all, all the 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 words you, you like to say about tough physical linebackers, you can apply those to Micah Parsons from Penn State. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. 
Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and the UFC. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in the game. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, next trade up, guys. Kyle called the shot before the show. Three overlaps. We've had zero so far through the first three. So he's yeah, got to get three not of the next th- seven. We're not getting three now. Pass <laughs> coverage ability is the next trade up. Go ahead, Joe. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Pass coverage ability. Three, two, one. Roquan Fred Warner. Okay. Roquan Smith, linebacker, Georgia, current Chicago Bear. Um, man, I, I just thought his ability to play in space, his ability to cover tight ends, uh, play in zone coverage, read the backfield quickly, work into throwing lanes, pop that Georgia. It's really translated, especially this past season for the Chicago Bears. And when I moved, this was part of my, my dominoes because I originally had Fred Warner here, and then I moved him to football IQ, which opened the spot for Roquan Smith to go here to pass coverage. So my notes on Fred Warner, who I had mentioned was my third rated linebacker in the 2018 class uh, for coverage skills, very fluid defender in space has little issue taking depth off the line of scrimmage or hitting deep hitting zone drops with quickness to reach landmarks and zone coverage has been effective walked out into the nickel out of base and can be used as a weapon out of base package as a pressure player on the line screen. So he did a little bit of everything that this, really this boils down to third down value, right? And, and the zone stuff that Fred Warner has done, Fred is a top two linebacker in football right now. And a lot of that comes from that same third down value that he has. Um, so it just kind of felt like a natural transition where I'm thinking about who Fred Warner is now. I thought that was an identifying trait of his at BYU. So I kind of just stuck with like, hey, this this is a hallmark trait of Fred Warner's tape. So I'm going to go ahead and, and dial it in here. Run defending. Our could next this be trait. the could this be the match? No, oh, it's not. Right. So you, somebody- you, I I have two names currently, and none of my neither of my surprise players have been mentioned yet. Oh, I have. And, Four, I have five names still alive. I I mean, you've already burned two of the names that I have yet to use. And mm-hmm. then I have two surprise players. So we're not hitting three. Okay. Let's see, that's on we'll, you then, Kyle. Maybe we get two now. Run defending. Three, two, one. Roquan Smith. Damn, Kyle. Roquan Smith, for me, the the identifying trait for Roquan that I really liked was his ability to shoot gaps. Uh, When I did his write-up and assessment, uh, my best trait that I had identified is gap shooting ability. Has good juice to drive forward out of a lateral scrape and challenge at the line of scrimmage or get into the backfield. Will find gaps to press through. Fundamentals of flow and charge are very strong. Has balance and power to run through lateral contact and not get washed out to make plays in the backfield. Roquan Smith. Nick Bolton, linebacker, Missouri, second-round pick this year of the Chiefs. And uh, dude's a hammer. Dude's a downhill hammer. 
He's dense, got a low center of gravity, and his ability to really thump and, and plug plug gaps is really, really exciting. I mean, watch him play against Alabama and the way he took on Najee Harris. I mean, different, different than any other player you've seen go up against Najee Harris. I, I think that's really the strength of his game. And I don't know that he brings much in pass coverage, but he was still a second-round pick because of his ability to play between the tackles and defend the run. Block deconstruction is next up for you guys. Three, two, one. Devin Malik Bush. Harrison. Really? That is a big surprise name I to drop. Yep. So it's Malik not a Harrison. bad one, though. I respect it. Right. So Malik Harrison was 6'3", 247, out of Ohio State. He was drafted in the third round by the Baltimore Ravens in the 2020 draft. My notes... His ability to unload and coil into shedding reps is strong and allows him to stand up offensive linemen and neutralize forward push effectively. Good hand pop. He does not have elite length, as we talked about, right? We, we mentioned that, Joe, earlier in the show. Uh, elite length doesn't necessarily correlate to block deconstruction skills. Does not have elite length, but his unload and coil offsets well enough for him to stack, extend, and disengage as evidenced by his 29 career tackles for loss. Man, I think you could copy-paste everything you just said and, and apply it to Devin Bush, linebacker, Michigan, uh, current Pittsburgh Steeler. Uh, I did not feel that way about Devin coming into his last year at Michigan, but I thought that was the yeah. big jump that he took that year at Michigan for his last season. Perhaps that's why it stands out so much to me. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. His ability to stack, shed, you know, really just stand up blockers, whether it's an offensive lineman or a backer, a tight end, get off the block and make a play. Devin Bush, linebacker. Michigan for me at block deconstruction. Lateral mobility. Three, two, one. Jerome Baker. Micah Parsons. Jerome Baker, linebacker, Ohio State, <laughs> current Miami Dolphin. I respect that you got him on your list. Hell yeah. Dude, do you remember like I don't what he was 18, obviously. Yes. He was my first draft crush that year. Like this is this was a summer scouting hit for me. I was I was in love with Jerome Baker, and this was very much that point in my life, I guess, scouting football players where I really valued that range and that ability to play sideline to sideline and, and turn and run and just have springy footwork to bounce and get in any direction. And when I watched Jerome Baker that summer, I saw a guy that just made so many plays outside the tackles and out towards the numbers and, and to the sideline. And when he triggers and goes, man, I mean, that guy's a, that guy's a missile and he can cover space. And so his ability to scrape and get over top of blocks and finish in space is largely due to his lateral mobility. So how did you reconcile? Because I, I wasn't low on Jerome. I had him 51st on my board that year, but it was not as high as it, what I had had Darren Lee a few years sooner same defense yeah. rangy new york jets legend darren lee as chris is fist pumping in the background uh so i guess i have my own perspective on that but how did you reconcile like lee was such a colossal flop yeah same defense same kind of player same build same role how did you help navigate that i, I think i saw him differently and i don't Man, let's just be candid here on the show. When I did my Darren Lee write-up or evaluation, I remember having a conversation with you, and I said, hey, man, dude, like, 
I don't see it with Darren Lee. And you're mm-hmm. like, okay, well, let's talk about it. And you said, what does he do well? And I'm like, well, he's he can he can run and hit. And you're like, those are really good traits for a linebacker. And, I, <laughs> and so I'm like, yeah, man, you're right. And so I kind of yeah, there you go. Huh? <laughs> I was like, okay. So I was like, that helped me. That helped me like him more than maybe I I was, you know, being honest with myself and the way I felt after watching his tape. And I just didn't get that with Jerome Baker. And I thought Jerome Baker didn't actually play his best football at the end of his career. I thought the year before was his best season. Yes, and so and that's I probably think, how Jerome ended up falling to yeah, the third round. And that that dude, that's why I think it's so important to do summer scouting. Like if all you watch on players is their last year, you just miss so much of the puzzle. It's context. So, yeah. Like whether whether ways. it's a guy plays through an injury yes. uh, this past year, like Rashad Bateman is a good example of like his 2019 tape versus 20 tape, 20 tape. He yeah. got COVID. He wasn't a hundred percent. He lost weight in a bad way. So absolutely, you know, take sample size out of multiple seasons for guys. It's, it's really, really important for context and remembering that not every set of player development is linear trending upwards. There are bumps in the road. These are human beings. They have, things that impact them on the field, off the field, physically, mentally, et cetera, et cetera. But if they showcase they can do it, that's the inspiration. Yeah. Like you said, Jerome Baker, the year before his final season, Ohio State was the inspired year for him. And that was the – and that I saw him at his best, and I fell in love with him as a prospect when mm-hmm. I saw him at his best. And sometimes – like you you see it, and, and sometimes you can't get that out of your mind. You're like, Ash, <laughs> I know he's not playing that great right now, but I saw this player. I I, I know what he can do, and I – continue to cling to it so Micah Parsons was my choice um I think back to the Minnesota game 2019 Minnesota and his ability to there were a couple plays that he didn't finish the tackle but he was scraping and getting over top of wide zone run fits that 95% 95% of linebackers could not even possibly dream about hitting that mark and getting in front of that block and then getting skinny and getting through the hole. And, you know, that game really stuck with me as far as Parsons, like, wow, like you can, you can play him and let him scrape and play Mike and go sideline to sideline. And, you know, he saw it well in that football game and it really gave him the true Mike projection for me that I felt really good about. And obviously there's some development that needs to take place there. And if it doesn't materialize, then you can put him on the backside at will and let him just chase stuff down. And with the range that he has, he's probably going to beat some of his teammates who are lined up closer to the football to the ball in just utilizing that role. So lateral mobility, it was more long ranging sideline to sideline flow for me as compared to short air quickness, but he was good there too, because he could get skinny duck the inside shoulder and slip through a gap. Need to tell you guys about built bar. It's the best tasting protein bar ever. So many amazing flavors. They're all delicious. They're all covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. It's like eating a candy bar, but it's actually good for you. Built bars are great for anyone who is health conscious, whether you want to lose weight, maintain weight, or just indulge in a delicious treat. You have to try built bars. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and great for anyone who is on the keto diet, also high in fiber as well. If for some reason you have not got on the bandwagon and tried Built Bars, do it now. We've got a deal for you. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 
and it'll get you 15% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. RockAuto.com is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need over at RockAuto.com. Three traits to go, gentlemen. We have to go three for three in overlaps. We're not going to. For, okay. So quit right. asking. Not going to, so quit asking. Three traits to go. Let's get it started. Flexibility. Three, two, one. Jeremiah Bush. Wusu Koromoa. It's <laughs> a good answer. Devin, Bu- yeah. Devin Bush for me. Uh, you obviously had him mentioned in block deconstruction skills. Uh, was a top 10 overall pick by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Traded up to get him. Went from 20. Uh, so uh, obviously big jump there. My notes, just to to kind of keep it concise, Devin Bush, free-moving defender who makes the most of a shorter-than-preferred frame, tilts and carry speed as a blitzer to turn the corner and flatten quickly and diminish angles to the passer, will show strong hip mobility when needing to hinge open and scrape loud to the sideline. In this instance, a compact, low-built-to-the-ground frame actually helps. J-O-K, Notre Dame. Cleveland Browns, right? Yes. <laughs> Fell to the second round. Good pick. Unbelievable. Um, man, flexibility is what this guy is. I mean, springy, loose. He can turn his hips, pivot, hinge, work laterally. There's just nothing restrictive about his change of direction skills and mobility. I mean, the the Browns are going to feel really good about lining him up over guys like Mark Andrews in that division. Um, and, you know, even – playing him out in the overhang and dealing with some of the ways that Cincinnati's going to attack them with the spread and, you know, putting guys in motion and trying to get those runways and JOK can run and he can turn and and he's going to be such an asset to that defense because he's so loose and fluid. You were right, Kyle. We were not going to get three for three leadership. The next trade (laughs) up on the list, three, two, one, Devin, Drew tranquil, Devin white, LSU, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> you know, I felt like this is the spot that I had to put Devin White. And if you remember a lot of the conversation about him and the justification, if you will, for Tampa Bay picking him, was it five overall in the top five? Yes, yes. Um, was not only that he's a three-down linebacker, but it was the leadership. It was what he was going to mean for a defense that needed a quarterback. I mean, that defense was reeling for a long, long time. I know Jameis was you know turning over the football, but defensively, that team just – didn't have any identity on defense. And so I know that they've hit on a lot of other draft picks and and made some good free agent moves to improve the defense overall. But a guy like Devin White, it's not just the size and the athleticism and the physicality that it brings. I mean, he's a total like franchise pillar type player, and that's how you can get away with drafting him so high at a non-premium position. So I picked Drew Tranquil, linebacker out of Notre Dame with the Los Angeles Chargers. 
with the Irish program, he played in 52 games, started 42, two-year captain, very highly respected football player. Um, had his battles with injuries, but I uh, always respected the way that he handled himself through that. And when he was on the field, he was quarterback of the defense, highly communicative. So uh, Drew Tranquil was the guy I classified as my other, quote-unquote, uh, surprise or upset inclusion, along with Malik Harrison. And uh, I'll stand by it. I refuse to change. I will not do it. <laughs> I like the Malik pick. I mean, they're both good picks. That, yeah, obviously, we just... Just off the I, beaten path a little bit. I needed yeah. Devin. I wanted Devin White somewhere else. But, you know, I also thought about putting Darius Leonard at leadership as well. Uh, so, it's it's that's the challenge of only being able to use a guy once. Wait, 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 wait do you hear the Wednesday podcast? Because I've got, I got a couple of weirdos for, for, oh, for the cornerback show. Yep, so you're warned. Versatility is our last straight here. Building the perfect linebacker. Can we get one? Can we see no, one yes. go down? Yes, we are. Three, two, one. Isaiah Simmons. Isaiah Simmons. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. We got one. <laughs> Dude could do everything. Right. He could literally, I mean, play him on the edge, play him in high post. Right. You saw the interception that he had along the sideline against yep. Ohio State. Uh, you can play him at will. Uh, I think there's a projection here to Mike. Can play man-to-man against tight ends. Um yeah, I mean, everything you could possibly dream of from an athleticism and length and size perspective, Isaiah Simmons can provide you, and therefore he was the only option for me with versatility. So can we go back to the top of the show, and you were hinting at not including Tremaine Edmonds? That's correct. Yeah, same. <laughs> I couldn't find a spot for him either. You know, so it was a, it was a fair check with me, but I, I, I knew quickly – as we started to, to, to discuss that, that you were well, referring to Tremaine. So. And, and that's the thing. It's like, I was super high on Tremaine Edmonds. Same. Like we, we both love Tremaine Edmonds. We both have him in top 10 player, right? Yeah. Yes, and then I he, did. I think I might've had him top like six. Like I love Tremaine Edmonds, but you thought about it and it's like, well, he's 19 years old. Based. Yeah. It's all, it was all projection based yeah. because he couldn't, he couldn't stack and deconstruct blocks. He got right. stuck on blocks too often for a guy who had the length that he did. But you're like, well, he's going to get a little bit more stronger. He's going to get more confident. He's going to read things quicker. And he's got this length. There's no way he doesn't get way better at it. And like, is he super consistent there right now? No, maybe not necessarily. But he's not the player he was coming out of Virginia Tech in that capacity. It was all about length and influence in pass coverage, right? He's yeah. like, there's... He, he just takes up so much space. And that was the area with Tremaine that I saw him translate fairly quickly is they'd walk him up in the A-gaps and then he's taking away slants because it's just like he's so he's so close to the line of scrimmage as he's getting out of the blocks there. And if you try and throw anything over the middle of the field with his length, he's just going to occupy all that space. But I wouldn't classify pass coverage as like a, a really plus trait. There are people talking about converting him to play rush outside linebacker yep. in the draft process. Yeah. So, yeah, I, mean, I felt bad leaving him off because I'm like, I love this dude. He was one of the top linebackers on my list when I looked at how I had them ranked from 2018 to 2021. But what was the hallmark trait that he you were going to take him in over any of the names that we just got done mentioning? Yep, it's pure projection. And uh, here's a fun Tremaine Edmonds fact for you. Carlos Basham, Bill's second-round pick this year, older than him. 
<laughs> the guy's still That's 23. Wild. He's been That's wild. That's three years, a two-time captain, a two-time Pro Bowl, or he's still 23 years old. That's insane. So how know. many did we end up having overlapping? You didn't have Vander Esch, Malik Harrison, or Drew Tranquil, right? Right. And you didn't have JOK, Jerome Baker, Nick Bolton? Correct. Yep. Yeah. That is correct. So we had seven. We had seven overlap. Pretty good. That's about what we anticipated coming in. We anticipate some more great my, programming. My oh, friend, my Chris friend. Chris threw the e-break yep, on me. Sorry. Sorry. I, this is normally where you close the show, but I have to make an announcement. I promised everybody on the Thursday stream mm. that when they listen to the Monday stream, call. they would know what the, what the live stream schedule for the week is. It's the same as it always is. It's Monday and Thursday. Monday, takes on takes. It will be the three of us. Thursday, special Kyle and Chris edition of a Draft Dudes live stream. I hope I hope nobody's favorite pod part of this podcast it's was Joe. Joe. Otherwise, they're going to be like, "See you guys later." No thanks. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to speak for Joe, but Joe has some, uh, you know, has something that he needs to take yeah. care of, so he's getting a day off. No live stream for him on Thursday. Wait, okay, now I need. Now, I'm not going <laughs> to let leave people's curiosity. Joe has something. They think I'm going to go do get some type of weird procedure or something like. No, yeah, no, you're fine. You're just you could you can't make Thursday show. Right, my brother who is a missionary in Greece. Um, has been there for six years. He hasn't, I haven't seen him in two years. Him and his wife and his son, who was born two months ago that I haven't met, they are coming back to the United States for uh, an extended period of time before they move to Dubai. And so I want to be there at the airport to, to go get them. See, everybody? Okay, so he's got some stuff he's got to do. Okay? Right. But, man, we didn't need the curiosity. That was- well, I, I didn't know what you I knew <laughs> You know what, what I mean, Kyle? Doing. Kyle, you, know you can respect you why I felt I needed to explain. Discussing it on the show. So, 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 to I am Go Switzerland. Horse papers. I mean, what are we thinking here, Shoot? I am Switzerland in this matter. All I know is we are building the perfect AFC East roster for tomorrow and then on Wednesday we are building the perfect cornerback prospect from 2018 to 2021, Frankenstein's monster. So hit subscribe on the show. Come on back. See us again. Kyle Krabs, German, and Chris Schubert. Thanks as always for listening to the Draftees podcast.